Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is the CDC eviction ban, the moratorium. It is over. It is done. It is finished. It took not one, but two Supreme Court rulings. The latest one happened yesterday, an overwhelming majority, six to three victory in that the eviction moratorium issued by the CDC was unconstitutional and illegal. Hallelujah. Now what? What happens next? What should you be thinking about? What should you be doing? What are the impacts of this? That's what this is all about. So I'm going to share all that fun stuff with you. Quick disclaimer, I am going to be on the side of landlords. So if you haven't paid your rent in the last 16 to 18 or more months, I may offend you. And so I'm giving you that upfront disclaimer because I'm on the side of landlords. And number two, this is not going to get political in any, in any way, shape, or form. The reason why is because the last two administrations have been a part of this particular piece of unconstitutional and illegal legislation. This has been an absolute toxic mess. I'm so glad it's over. You should thank the Alabama Association of Realtors. Well done. They're the ones that fought for this. They're the ones that are helping out everybody across the country. A lot of money has been spent to fight this illegal, unconstitutional situation. So I'm so excited that I even get to share this information with you. With all that said, let's get started. Number one, we've got to move fast on this. So in the comments of the Supreme Court ruling yesterday, it was mentioned that it's Congress who should be the one that is putting an eviction moratorium out there. And so Congress might move and they might move quick. Who knows in regards to this. So it's not that the entire subject of eviction moratoriums might be over. Just the CDC version of the eviction ban may be over for the time being. So you need to move fast on this. And I say you, who am I referring to? Number one, I'm obviously referring to landlords who have a deadbeat tenant that won't move out. Like I said, I told you I was going to offend some tenants by using phrases like deadbeat. Look, when I was homeless, living out of my truck, and I know that's been a long time ago, it was almost 20 years ago, but when I was there, I was still paying my student loans, even though I couldn't pay rent, even though I couldn't pay for utilities. I was still paying my bills. So I know what it's like to have nothing, and I know me personally, I'm willing to go homeless to make sure I pay for my obligations. All right, moving back to this. So we got to move fast. Now that's obviously landlords, but it's more than just landlords. What about if you're if you're a house flipper, if you're doing deals with motivated sellers, like many of my apprentices across America right now? We're dealing a lot with sellers who have a deadbeat in the property, can't get them out, and we're unwilling to close on it because we don't know how long it would take to get them out. Well, now's the time to move quickly. And what we're going to talk about when moving quickly is not what you think. This is not where you're going to move this into your local eviction court and get something ruled on quickly. Eviction courts are slam-packed full of cases. Instead, here's what we mean by moving fast. We mean cash for keys. Cash for keys. That's where you tell that deadbeat tenant, I'll give you X number of dollars if you get moved out. Now, in the past, when we said that, it had no teeth. There was no negotiating power because the tenant knew they had an eviction ban and they figured it'd get extended anyway, so they just kicked back and relaxed. Well, now, now we can say, it's over, buddy. You or Mrs., you need to get out. 
and get out now. And hey, we'll do something really kind for you. Even though you haven't paid me rent in 18 months, even though you've gone on a few vacations with some of your stimulus checks, which I didn't get, even though you've done all that, I'll still pay you a little bit of money to go out uh, to leave. And the reason why is because there is a, a cost with the attorney to evict, and who needs the money more, right? The tenant that uh, has been living for free for 18 months or the attorney? I don't know, it's kind of a toss-up, right? They both don't need the money. All right, sorry for you attorneys, but it's true. All right, so cash for keys. Cash for keys is, is not something that feels good, but it's something that works very well. And so I actually have a video on that subject of it's not about you getting the win. It's not about the pride in the, in the, uh, the, the feeling that you beat something, like you beat that tenant in the end. It's better to be rich than right. And I've got a video on that subject. Better to be rich than right. So cash for keys, but you got to move quick. We learned this. We learned this when the first eviction moratorium was ending at the end of July. We noticed that this finally worked. We started getting tenants out of the property because they thought the eviction moratorium was ending. And they were thinking to themselves, well, I, I want to have a place to, to move out. Because remember that tenants still don't want to be evicted. Eviction is a very uncomfortable situation. And if you've never seen an eviction, it's pretty intense. Literally, the police officer comes to the door. And if they won't open the door, they'll, they'll open the door. They'll pry the door open. They'll, they'll bust the door down. And then in comes a set-out company, and this set-out company is not military or, or, or police officers, but they're just uh, civilians that are going to come in, take all the furniture, and put it out on the driveway, usually, or the front yard. And they're, they're out. They're gone. They're over. It's, it's out. So people don't really want to go through that. They'd rather know that they have a time when they need to move out and some organization. So the cash for keys is highly effective. But it's only effective when the, uh, the eviction moratorium is banned and it's over. All right, so that is the first key, is to move fast. Now, the second thing we want to talk about here is, is not just about getting them out of there, but it's what about all those landlords that need money? Well, I think this is where they need to go get your money. I'm not going to spend any time on this because I'm sure there are other resources locally for you on how you get the stimulus money that is supposed to be earmarked for you. I think the latest statistics are like less than 10% of all the money available to landlords during this time uh, have actually been dispersed. It's ridiculous, right? But it's the government. They don't move very efficiently. So uh, go get your money. If, you, if you're owed any money, if you're a landlord and there's money out there for you, go figure it out. Again, I'm not going to teach you a course on how to go find your own money. Just go get it. That's what smart people, that's what economically productive people do. They defend and they go get their money. So go get your money. Number three, I think this is a, uh, this is a great opportunity for you to market to non-owner-occupied. Okay, non-owner-occupied. Uh, I have a great video on the subject of, of a tool called PropStream. That's the best tool that I've ever found in our industry for being able to develop lists, and you could obviously reach out to those and target those lists through a myriad of ways in that software. Market to non-owner-occupied. Now, I'm not the type that's going to tell you to go uh, lowball a bunch of landlords that are struggling because of this, uh, this eviction moratorium that's basically choked them. What I am going to say is if you market to them, you could be of great assistance to them. You could say, hey, look, you could go through the process of cash for keys, fixing up the house, reselling it, because it is a good market for selling, 
Or hey, I'll take all that off your hands. I'll deal with getting rid of that tenant with the cash for keys. I'll deal with, with re renovating the property and reselling it. So I'm not telling you to lowball because you don't need to lowball right now. I mean, we're not lowballing out there. We're still making a fortune right now. But if you market to non-owner occupieds, you're going to reach some of those landlords who've really been uh, hit hard by this. And maybe you can be more like a life raft for them. I'm not telling you to take advantage of them. I'm telling you you could be a help. You could be a support for them, for them to be able to make one decision or the other. Maybe just getting the, the, the letter from you is, is enough to get them moving in the right direction. This is not the time to rest on your laurels. I'm not necessarily jumping up with victory here. I'm excited for what's happened because it gives us this small window for cash for keys, small window to market to non-owner occupieds, and uh, this right here, y'all should be focused on already anyways. You should be demanding to get whatever stimulus money is owed to you. All right, y'all, well, I know this is quick, but that's what you need to know. That's what's up next. I'm excited for all of you to have an opportunity to, number one, get rid of those tenants that have not been paying you for a while, but also to, to give you some new opportunities. Some of you have asked me, hey, what do I see as the future of real estate? What's going on? As you know, I'm not great at predicting the future, nor is anybody, but I am very excited about what we see right now. Incredibly low interest rates, insanely low inventory levels. This will hopefully add some new inventory, which give you some more deals. I don't foresee it causing a big problem where you have more inventory than you have buyers because we also have a huge amount of institutional buyers out there buying properties in massive quantities and turn them into rentals. And that's a huge trend right now. So whatever properties hit the market, if you're, if you're in and out, if you're doing flipping, if you're doing creative real estate investing, you're going to get paid well. But I wouldn't worry about there being some massive flood of inventory that's going to change our marketplace. Instead, I see more of the same for the, for the near future, which is very exciting for all of us. If you want to learn more about how we invest in real estate, pick up my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. You can go on Amazon and buy it if you'd like to get the physical copy, or you can get it for free on my website. And also, if you want to learn more about what I was talking about as my apprentices, those are the people that are working with me and my team that we're mentoring, and we're turning them into money-making machines. But at this, at this point in the marketplace, a large amount of the most successful real estate investors all across North America got their start with me. Now, not, all, not everybody says that because they don't want to give away their secret as to how they became so successful. But there is a large portion of our real estate investing community at this point, the leaders anyway, that got their start with me. And so if you want to be uh, the next great leader as a creative real estate investor in your marketplace, consider my apprentice program where my team and I will turn you into a money-making machine.